We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Jeffrey Wright joining us also today for his weekly visit, college football here very, very soon, week zero, just a little over a week away, Ole Miss and Mercer, a little over two weeks away. So we'll get into that today. Also on today's show, we're going to talk to uh, the guys at Blue Delta Jeans, Nick Weaver, Josh West, continuing their Ryder Cup partnership, the official jeans of the Ryder Cup for 2023-2025. Uh, so we'll discuss that, what's coming up with uh, with them, the Ryder Cup, some golf stuff, some backstory to that, and more on the show. The show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Ribs, lunch specials, you know the drill by now, Five sixty nine, two sides, bread, any size fountain drink, and much more. If you're in the Clinton or Brookhaven areas, you can get the uh, homemade donuts every morning. A lot of flavors, a lot of variety for you. Homemade every single morning there in Clinton and Brookhaven. And again, Neil in the Clark Ford studio. I am in the Clark Ford studio. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote, and then you can do with it what you will. You can shop it around elsewhere. That's fine. Not taking any of Corey's time when you do that. Or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, what I think you'll be really happy if you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product you will absolutely love the service. The relationship goes well beyond when you drive off the lot. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make that very first call, 662-257-1900. Jeffrey Wright, the guys from Blue Delta, and everybody else who joins us joins on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics and physical therapy and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins are always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Jeffrey, good morning. You know, we've spent a lot of this offseason with 
expansion, NIL, all the business of college football. It's, it's warranted and necessary, obviously, and of course. What are you looking forward to? The actual season starts in just over a week. You're maybe the biggest football junkie I know. When the, when, when the games kick off, I mean, where, where are you at right now? What, 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 are you, what, what are you expecting? What are you looking forward to the most? So I think we're on agreement. Week one feels like, other than really the LSU and Florida State game, I feel like week one is just like a welcome back to football kind of weekend. We get week uh, zero, Jeffrey. Week zero is next week. It's a pretty bad week zero. Notre Dame Navy like, is the highlight. Yes. Yeah, there, it's a pretty bad week zero. Um, I'm most likely also going to be like uh, a new father at that point. So I, I, yeah, we got we got to uh, talk about this in a minute. We really do. I know. Yeah. I know you, you're not one to to dive into this on your own, but I mean, you've been a been with us for a long time. I mean, I don't know that the whole MPW digital thing happens. Maybe it would have happened by now had you never uh, sort of injected yourself into into our uh, mm-hmm. operation. But it wouldn't have happened back then the way that it happened. And it wouldn't have progressed to the place as quickly as it did, thank God, uh, had it not been for you. So I think it's I think it's important that at some point in this conversation, we talk about the fact that it's very real that the next time we talk to you, you'll you'll be a father for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I, I'm pretty confident uh, y'all would have figured this out without me at, at some form or fashion. Um, but yes, I think if I would have said uh, to y'all, I'm going to be a father uh, when y'all first met me, there would have probably been like a, oops, uh, or there would have, there would have been maybe that. <laughs> Did you want to be? Um, but yes, uh, we would have had a different conversation. I would have said, you know, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this, this could have gone a very, this, this would have been a little more of a, uh, you really sure you know, uh, you really sure you want to do this? Um, but I think really, I think the thing that makes the early portion of the schedule interesting now is I feel like more than ever, perhaps with the transfer portal waivers, you know, the, the freedom of movement for players. And then you combine that with the fact that college football coaches act like that what they're doing is, you know, needs to be protected by the state. So it's almost like with week one, it's like this is really like our first real chance to kind of get eyes on teams. And so you can kind of have your your thoughts going into the season. And and to me, that's kind of like a the first look at. All right. Well, what do these guys got? And and was I. Was I right on my gut on these guys? Was I wrong? But then you also have to factor in week one is really freaking weird. And I feel like that's the week where you have a lot. The most results where you're like, how did the hell did that happen? Like it, that that typically happens in week one. But it, I I really feel like the game that I'm most interested in is probably the game that's getting talked about the least. It's week two, Alabama and Texas, Ooh. because I know we all love to make Texas jokes and and. Count me, count me in the in the crew. But that was a really weird game last year. And by really weird, I think if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt, I think there's a very real chance Texas just wins that game. I mean, if he kept playing the way that he played in the first quarter, I think they no were doubt. going to win that game. And there's no doubt. Bryce was yet again heroic in the second half in that game. And so uh, I'm I'm very fascinated to see that game, but we have to wait almost, you know, whatever now. That's week two. So what do we have to wait? Two and a half or three? Yeah, yeah, three weeks. Two and a half weeks work. 
you know, everybody keeps doing this thing, and I've done it too. With Chase and I've done it, and I've said, I don't know, maybe he really, really likes his team. It's also possible that Nick Saban's a human being who got new teeth, and he feels better showing his teeth off. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, and it's, also, Topmeyer and I talked about this. You know, it's also possible. Hey, at this age in his life, you know, uh, I don't always want to go down and be remembered as the guy that was just an ass to everybody. And Blake's point is, you know. There's probably no more media consulting in college football than there is down in Alabama uh, on messaging and whatnot. And it's entirely possible the media consultants have said, hey, smile a little bit. And and that's what's going on. Yeah. I mean, telling stories, said- telling some jokes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and look, I mean, he's always sort of had that in him occasionally. I mean, you know, he handled, you know, he was, you know, Aaron Suttles was like terrified when his kid cried that time and Nick was awesome and whatever and they had the whole deal. But it's just it, it does feel like he's almost gaining some traction with it. So now he's leaning into it even more because we're making it a thing every time he goes to a podium now or a lectern now. Yeah. And the truth is, when we start talking about whether or not he's smiling, that distracts him from the fact that he doesn't have a quarterback yet. Do we do we know even know who it is? It's the Notre Dame kid. I don't know. I, 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 my, I, my gut tells I me it's, it's going to be Milrow. See, so, I think it's going to be Simpson, but you could talk me into Milrow because if if they're just going to run the football like that, Milrow does give you an additional runner. And as we saw at times last year, holy cow, that guy can run. You know, the interesting thing about Texas, I'm with you. I love to make fun of Texas. I love to cheer against Texas. I love when they lose. I have no idea why. That said, I've watched some interviews with Sarkeesian, and Cat's pretty comfortable in his own skin right now. And then you listen to some people that are pretty good football people, and they're kind of in on the horns in a way that not like, well, everyone's always in on the horns. It's like, no, they've got a quarterback. They've got tremendous wide receiver depth and talent and, and guys who can do different things. And that's a that's a different roster than it was a couple of years ago. And I know they've lost a bunch of games and, and I'm not saying they're going to win the national championship or any of that stuff, but there are some smart people that put Texas in like CFP contention this year. Well, I mean, it's, I, I think it's mainly the people that really like them are the people that really follow roster movement and recruiting and do a good job of both because Texas, for the first time in a long time, up front looks like what they probably should look like. Yep. You have a very talented quarterback that's had some highs and lows, but you know there's the thought that a lot of his lows last year were because he was hurt, which is I can I can listen to that argument. I'm not saying I agree with it one way or the other, but I mean to me, the irony would be is who would have ever thought the way that. Lane and and Sark's path was going that Sark might have the better chance to knock off Saban first. I mean, I guess it helped that he got the Texas job, but at the same time, it's like, you know, Kiffin basically went and got Sark out of the, the depths of the career and, and brought him in. And, and, you know, now here he is sitting with the Texas job. So that's a really uh, interesting matchup for me. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm going to need to see Tulane prove it to me because I'm not quite ready to sit there and go, 
just because Tulane had a great year last year that all of a sudden that they're this program because they've had good years under Willie Fritz. And I think he's a really good coach. I think Pratt is a tough guy and and, mm-hmm. and I, I like how he plays. He's not a like unbelievable thrower and they don't have spears. So I don't know. I mean, I am a little fascinated by that game for Ole Miss week two because, you know, if you don't play well, like I think they can knock you off. Yeah. That South Alabama at Tulane week one game yep, is that, on, our, on my radar. This. For sure. For sure. I, I agree. I, I mean, it, it's still a couple weeks away. I, I kind of think South Alabama is going to beat Tulane. I, I think South Alabama's didn't lose basically anything and added to what was a really good team a year ago. And Tulane lost some, like, I don't take anything away from what they did because they had a hell of a season. And, and, the whole, well, it was a miracle they beat Southern Cal. We talk about this all the time. It's a scoreboard business, and you run the clock for 60 minutes, and at the end, one team has more points than the other. And they had more points than Southern Cal at the end of 60 minutes. The fact that a lot of their points came in the last five minutes doesn't negate the fact that they actually won the game. Um, That said, man, they lost a lot of weapons off that team. Yeah, and I, to me, like that's that's kind of where I am with Tulane in that I'm not I'm not dismissing the fact that that they could be ready to go because there will people there are people in the CACC, if you will, that will say, you know, Tulane's NIL program is is running really well. I don't know how much of that is um, particularly uh, a coach here locally that uh, doesn't have it going in NIL that's uh, trying to distract everyone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, you know, I, I do think that will be I think that will be an interesting test for Ole Miss. Like, if if Ole Miss is going to be really good this year, you go down to Tulane and you make that a no doubter. Like that's kind of how I view it. If they're going to yeah. be, if they're going to hit the ceiling that that some people think they are, that will be the week that I would like to say, like, okay, knock them out. And let me see. Yeah, you make that game boring. Yeah, never really in doubt. You win it by two and a half, three scores, move on. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea home. what the line's going to be. But, you know, yeah. Because I think that line is going to be kind of two-lane favorable. I mean, I think you're talking Ole Miss minus five. Um, Right? I don't know why I had my – do you think that they're going to give you under a touchdown? I mean, Tulane's technically ranked. I don't know. Home game. Oh, I the think line is going to swing on that South Al game, though, is the problem, too. I mean, yeah, like, you're I not going to get a ton of future, and if they beat South Al, then, okay, you're going to get a really favorable line if you want to bet Ole Miss. If South Al beats Tulane, they're going to plummet out of the top 25, and Ole Miss is going to be favored by nine. I was gonna, or 11 or something. Oh, I haven't looked at – I haven't delved deep into power ratings. I was thinking for sure it was going to be like – like, I was thinking it would be like Ole Miss – I was thinking almost like seven and a half, but uh, okay. and I'm not I'm not steeped into the <laughs> yeah. into the power ratings yet. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned the start of the season. Yeah, I mean that that week zero one thirty, the very first game of the season, Notre Dame is is, is Navy. That's in Dublin. That's in Ireland. Uh, after that, there's really nothing on this slate outside of you want to watch an SEC team play, and it's Hawaii and Nashville um, at six thirty. The season really kicks off seven o'clock on that next Thursday night, the August thirty first, because it's seven. You get back, you get two games at the same time: Nebraska under Matt Rule um, against PJ Fleck in Minnesota, and then Florida and Utah at the same time, right there. So seven o'clock yeah, on I, Thursday is when we kick the season off. 
I have viewed. Yes, that that's I was asked, like, when does when can we officially say football is back again? I like to think that's a personal choice. That's a lot like, you know, in, in the Christian faith where you got a lot of different uh, a lot of different views on how the story works. But you agree on the story for me. Football is back on Thursday of week one. Week zero. I don't know. Like, my thing is, like, can we just either decide that this is a week of college football or not? Like, it, I, I don't want to have to sit there and. So you want thing. no games or more games? You correct. I either want it to okay. be like I either want it to be week one or just get rid of it. What about like one game? If it's a really good game, you can sign me up for that. But like okay. more times than not, it's always like a game between. It's always like to me, like the quintessential is when Illinois played Nebraska week zero. It's like, all right. I know these names. We got Bielma on the sideline, Nebraska. There, it's like, are, are either of these teams good? I have no idea. Like, either give me Alabama, Texas, Week Zero, or give me nothing. I could use you, one more weekend of golf. The only thing about the Week Zero games is that realistically, it's the end. I mean, the first of September is hot enough. Playing it the last weekend of August is just. It's just brutal. Like, you know how hot it might be in Nashville that day when Hawaii plays Vanderbilt? I mean, my God. Oh, I mean, I mean, that's the whole thing. When everyone was this week, this week the weather was amazing in Memphis, uh, which was hilarious after last week. And the yeah. Memphis was on the national stage with the golf tournament. Um, Everyone's like, oh, maybe falls here. It's like, do you know how many no. games I've sat in Labor Day? Like, in how many football games where I thought, like, I was going to die? Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not falling for this. Maybe if this was the... Maybe if this was, like, September 15th, I could I could entertain the idea. But at the same time, I know better. And so I'm just like, accept this for what it was. This was an amazing 48 hours of weather. Well, there's a re yeah, exactly. It was I, I went running this morning. It was fantastic. But there's a reason the NFL waits until another week. It's it's as much weather related as it is anything. I mean, they they play more of their season in November and December, and in you know then the playoffs. And I don't know. That's where college football's headed because we're headed to the whole power sixteen team tournament, and the Bulls are just going to be afterthoughts. And I think they'll play more regular season games later. But that's just me. I think it's down the road, but. Yeah, it's it. It's. I don't hate waiting, but I because I think Chase act threw this in there in the first part of the question. Um, it, you know, I don't know how long it takes, but it seems very obvious to me that we are headed towards the Super League, however you want to define it, of college football. And so the question for me though is, is there a way that they can do that and avoid antitrust lawsuits? I presume there is if you you know if you get enough people on your side I presume there is but I can envision a world where it's a de facto super league and that there's only two leagues that can really be competitive with one another but for the sake of avoiding courts they have to include other people but to me it just seems like we're that's where we're destined and the question is how many teams are going to be involved because I thought about this, and I, I know we mentioned it at the time because I think Neil might have been there when 
do you remember not at the last media days, but the previous media days? So media days 22, when Brian Kelly was asked about kind of where this is all headed. And he gave an answer that was, I thought, very good. And he said, listen, you know, we're heading to a world where there's going to be, you know, 30 to 40 teams that play and it's going to be very expensive to play. And you're basically going to have to buy your way in to play. And doesn't that kind of feel like an avenue of where this is headed? Certainly one of them. I mean, I'm watching the Stanford thing pretty closely today. Because after being an afterthought for the better part of a year, Stanford sort of holds a lot of cards right now. You've got the possibility of... You know what I mean? Well, you have the possibility of of the AAC schools. There's four that have, I think, five that have committed to jump to the Pac-4. And then four that they're willing to take. I think Memphis is that outlier a little bit with them. And then you've got this report out that Condoleezza Rice and George W. Bush are pushing Stanford and SMU, respectively, to the ACC. And that's, no matter where you sit on the political spectrum, that's a lot of muscle. And those kinds of people when they're pushing things. And then you've got members of the ACC that are like, that's not what we want to do. And we're going to get out. And the Florida state thing from yesterday, where that all kind of comes out that there was a lot happening as we suspected behind the scenes. And there's a lot more expected to happen, but yeah, I think it all generally points in one direction, 30 to 40 might be too small of a number, but I don't think, I don't think the number is going to be much above 50. Yeah. And, I mean, to me, though, yes, it, it's a great headline that, you know, W is pushing SMU and Condoleezza Rice is pushing Stanford. I still think that decision, though, boils down to is, ES, is, excuse me, is ESPN going to fork over more money? And it seems at this point that they're not. And so yeah, it, it's obvious that ESPN told everyone involved, and I think Fox, NBC, everybody else did, too, that, hey, look. We really want to see this 2024 season play out. We 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 really want to see it. So everybody just chill a minute. And people are afraid to chill. You know, it's telling people, hey, just be patient. Patience is not a virtue for most people. Be patient. No, just give it, let's give this 24 months, you know, and people are like, I, I can't risk waiting 24 months because I might get left with no chair. First, you're ready to elevate your game day experience. Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. It's the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. So whether you're tailgating, if you're in the parking lot, stadium, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast the unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, clear negative thoughts, relax a little. For me, it was a life changer that increased my happiness. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. 
It's accessible, affordable. It's entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists anytime you like. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. Davey has partnered with the Grove Collective and will be donating 20% of all commissions and 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. Davey can serve as customers in all 50 states, and he's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. Contact Davey at 214-715-7247 or via email at dferris at hilcoinsurance.com. Excuse my voice, I'm sorry. Um, Retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. When you meet at his office in Collierville, or uh, prefer Zoom from anywhere. Schedule a free discovery meeting and see what he can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Again, rebelsretire.com. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. You know there's another month and a half of heat. If your air conditioning is starting to struggle with it, get in touch with uh, Comer and Southern. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, Batesville, or that area, call Comer 662 662- 801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. And A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis and Indiana and others coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the New Orleans-style barbecue and the signature to the full meals in a bag, the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic herb butter. You can even season yourself with Simply Shrimp. They've got uh, available in all Rouse's markets, wherever those are. But if you want to get it shipped to you, we can help you. 25% off with code RG when you buy five pouches or more. So pick your favorites, get a sampler pack, whatever it is that will make you happy for dinner tonight. Again, that's primeshrimp.com, code RG, to get it shipped directly to your door. I definitely agree with you that patience is a virtue. And people, especially when everyone else is like running for the hills, it's tough to sit there and be like, Hey, you know, be Kevin Bacon in Animal House. Like, everything's fine. With that said, I don't necessarily think that that's an inappropriate behavior from the schools because at this point, like, let's say you're, let's say you're Stanford and you just watch these TV executives blow up a hundred years of your athletic history. Why are you inclined to believe that, like, these are the guys that are going to take care of you? Like, you could have taken oh, care of not. us. You could have taken care you're of us. Not. We were basically willing to go play for free for a little bit, and you said no. So why why should we believe you? Like, and I don't think that's an unreasonable position. I think they're probably better off aligning with TV executives and and making sure that 
you know, you get taken care of. But I understand why they're sitting there going, we don't believe you. Well, oh, 100%. Yeah. No, I mean, if I'm if I'm if I'm at Oregon State, for example, and someone was saying, hey, just be patient. I'm like, hey, screw that. I got I got to figure this out. I mean, we're desperate. I mean, even though people go, well, you don't have to be desperate. Like well, in one year, I don't have a league. In one, you're also year, getting hit by your donors every day who fund your athletic department. Going, hey, what are we doing, yeah. and why should I give you a dime right now? Hell, right. Neil, they don't have a league in three days. I mean, I, well, I yeah. get it. The the, the decisions, yeah, the decisions gonna, my, my go well is that they have a, that. But yeah. like, I mean, essentially, there were people, whether or not they were poorly informed or whether or not uh, they were misguided, there were people on that Monday that still believed the Pac-12 was going to be diminished, but it was going to survive. By Thursday night, it was dead. Oh, yeah, my point was that they, they're they locked in for one more season, yeah. right? They're, they're going to get through this year, but at the end of this season, when they play their game against Oregon, unless they're in the Pac-12 title game, maybe they will be, maybe they won't, but even if they are, that just extends it a week. At the end of that week, you look up from a football perspective and you're like, we're homeless. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we've been evicted. We don't have anywhere to go. We don't have a schedule to play. We have what the hell do we do? just built a new stadium. Yeah, I mean, that's crisis for them. I mean, it's a crisis for for uh, for Oregon State, for Washington State, for Cal. Cal's in dead up, it's to it, up to its eyeballs athletically. Everybody can talk about what a prestigious academic institution and blah, blah, blah. They, they're in tremendous debt. And they, they will wake up. Look, they're not going to the Pac-12 title game. They will wake up the morning after the Stanford-Cal game, and they're homeless, which is fitting there in San Francisco. Um, Berkeley. They'll be right there. Maybe more. Justin Wilcox still their coach. I I thought you meant like on that day. uh, No, no, I mean like today. He is still technically their actor. He's their acting head coach, right? Correct. And I mean, like, that's the other thing. When they were, you know, they had Sonny Dykes and, you know, they couldn't wait to get rid of him. Like, it was kind of one of those mutual when they when they parted ways. Everyone was happy that he was gone. It's like, how you like me now, buddy? No kidding. Yeah. Perked up a little bit. Dude Dude went eight and five at Cal. And got and got fired. Yeah, I, I'm curious here. I'm looking at this week zero thing. Just back on the field for a second. All right, is why are, why do more good teams not play week zero? Because you can start practice early. You still get your normal preseason if you want it, and you get an extra bye during the year. Don't you have to? You have to fit a certain criteria. It's like you have to. Either oh, really? Play. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, what do we got? So it's either. So, like, for instance, Vanderbilt can play because if you play Hawaii, either home or away, because of the travel, you're allowed to play week zero. Okay. And then the other stipulations are, like, obviously, you know, with the game in Ireland, if it's overseas, you can play. And then the other the other set of criteria is, like, you apply for a waiver, but I'm not brushed up on just why you oh, can't. I had no idea. Okay. You're yeah, no, it's, it's like it has to be. You have to fit certain criteria, but like anything with the NCAA, you know, if you get a good doctor's note or something, I'm sure you can you can manipulate the system. Except for second time waivers. Yeah, those currently not a uh, not not not. Well, uh, they had a good they had a good run, and it it is cute 
it is cute now that the NCA like uh, on their dying doorstep, like they're they've decided to reexert some power. That should work well for them. They've got one weapon left, and by God, they're gonna fire it. I mean, well, I think this. I think the Harbaugh thing is them trying to get tough. At least being a pain, but you're also showing your own incompetence because your own committees are arguing with one another and right. not approving it inside your your own house. Correct. When I mean that, that's the issue there. Basically, like the DA worked out a deal, and the judge was like, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> this is my last. This is my last week. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. You will hear me roar." Yeah, yeah. My last case. I'm not worried about yeah. precedent, bud. Hell no. Nope. Sorry. Still my court. You know, and Harbaugh could coach this season and say peace out and go to the NFL and say good luck with the suspension, fellas. Oh, oh sure. I think I think. The question for me is not whether or not he would do that. The question is whether or not the NFL would do that. If he can get a job and it's a decent job, I do think that's what's happening. Makes sense. If you look at if you look at what they have next like schedule and everything for next year, like he has built this team for like this year. And it would not surprise me if this is this is it. Year nine for Harbaugh, is that right? Uh, I think twenty fifteen was his first year. Okay. Because if I recall, uh, who was the SID Jess? Uh, Pool, Jess Jessica Pool. Her, I think her parents still lived in Ann Arbor, and okay. and Jess I think was a, was a Michigan grad herself, and she's like, oh yeah, this is happening because like her parents knew that the that Harbaugh's wife was shopping for houses like it, back in October. So and I if I recall she was telling that story at the Peach Bowl. Okay. So fall so of 14 going into 15. Picture, but don't I'm I'm too lazy to look it up right now. Yeah. I'm trying to do it off memory. All right. We'll uh come back and continue with Jeffrey in a second. Before we uh do that, let's talk to the guys at Blue Delta Jeans. Again, Nick Weaver, Josh West, uh PGA uh, partnership with them, the Ryder Cup partnership, the official genes of the Ryder Cup for uh, Blue Delta. So we'll get into that now. Here is Josh and Nick. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Podcast brought to you <laughs> by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. You might need some sedatives, some anti-anxiety pills. They can hook you up, whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs, GNM in Oxford. They can transfer your medications easily. One phone call, they take care of the rest. They offer MedSync to individually package your medications for those who need those extra steps as well. So, again, 662-236-2222. The College Corner is opening in Oxford today. Today, the newest location is uh, in the Oxford Commons right off of Sisk Avenue. So, go check them out. A uh, 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Plenty of parking available. Their staff is going to have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. Again, um, Oxford Commons right off Sisk. Uh, opens today. CollegeCornerStore.com. Um, Darty and the people at the wedding are going to need game changer patches. The only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. Overtime patches used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Get ready for uh, the 2023 Ole Miss football season by stepping up your sock game. Select one of three different Saturday seven-packs to complete your outfit for each of the Rebels' seven home football games. Select the Oxford edition or one of the two NIL boxes. Dead Soxy members get exclusive pricing on the Oxford 7-pack, while um, NIL boxes are on sale for $150. Step up your game day style with a 7-pack of Dead Soxy premium socks and cheer on your Rebels in comfort and style. Speaking of tailgating and all of that, uh, if you're going to tailgate in the Grove this fall, highly recommend 7SouthTailgating.com. If you're coming up for one game, if you're coming up for all the games, just the conference games or some combination thereof, they can... Arrange a package just for you. It's uh, 7 tailgating.com. No matter how complicated or simple you want your uh, tailgating to be, they can accommodate you. Once you tailgate with 7South, you'll, you'll never tailgate without them. Again, 7 tailgating.com. Brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. Uh, they provide Detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and uh, businesses, and much, much more. Investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So uh, regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle is going to sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Men's basketball renewal deadline, August 31st. Coming up soon, renew or purchase now to be in the priority seat selection process. Women's basketball tickets on sale for just $50 per season ticket. All those tickets available at OleMissTicks.com. And then the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is starting their pledge per win, pledge per touchdown campaigns for football. Go to Give2Athletics.com to sign up today. Also, uh, hopefully you received your uh, tickets and parking passes yesterday. Those went out on August 15th for football season tickets. So just be aware if you didn't get them, check in there to uh, take care of that. Excited now to uh, welcome in longtime friends, Josh West, Nick Weaver, Blue Delta Jeans. Been a uh, 
been a while of pretty good symmetry here, guys, as uh, we all got started around a golf event years ago when the uh, web.com was in Oxford and you guys supplied the uh, the genes to those players. And then now here, uh, it's five years later, maybe something like that, as a, uh, the Ryder Cup is upon us, Blue Delta, the uh, the official gene of the Ryder Cup for 2023-2025. Been talking about this for a while. Just uh, thanks for joining me today. Both you guys got to be pretty excited as uh, another Ryder Cup is getting here. Yes, sir. Uh, glad to be here, Chase, and thanks for having us. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. It feels like uh, we're both glad to still be standing, and congratulations on your guys' success in these last several years. Yeah, you know, the, the thing here, I'm just kind of curious. I'm going to talk about golf, a good bit of that, some of the products you guys have got coming up, but where did this begin? I mean, you know, think... You don't think denim and golf. You don't necessarily think denim and Ryder Cup, that kind of thing. And it's it, it's a it's a cool thing. Obviously, I'm a golfer. Um, I've been excited for you guys since I very first heard it years ago. What um what what, what led to this? How do you get from a, a denim company to the uh, one of the official partners for the Ryder Cup? Right. Uh, well, like uh, most good ideas, we have uh, um, um, it starts over a bottle of bourbon. Um, so, so several years ago, we had a mutual friend with the uh, CEO of the PGA at the time, Pete Bavekwa. Uh And uh, that friend told us that he had a soft spot in his heart for a good glass of bourbon. So I took about half our marketing budget at the time and uh, bought a bottle of 23-year-old Pappy. Uh, you know, of course, Josh was super pleased with my, uh, with my <laughs> knee-jerk action there. Uh, and we actually sent him an email and literally put it in the subject line like we have a 23 year old pappy we'd love to sit down with you and to discuss what we could work with um, with 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 blue delta and uh, and the PGA uh, we uh, flew out to Florida like uh, by our surprise uh, you know he actually responded to the email and he gave us a date to come so I so I got to tell Josh I told you so you know so that was all you know always fun um, but we uh, we went there um, Pete's a great guy uh, we sat down and started you know started pouring a few drinks uh, Josh is not a bourbon fan uh, looked like a cat licking a licking a glass of gasoline at the time so when me and Pete were wrapping up ours like I'm turning around and Josh is trying to pour it down the sink so we're swapping glasses so it looks a little like he is drinking uh, but you know we had no intentions of actually going there and closing the Ryder Cup but uh, you know after the juices started flowing and the drinks went down uh, we were uh, that was one of the ideas that came up, and uh, you know, after that, uh, we got invited to the Masters, um, and uh, he set a two o'clock meeting at Berkman's place on Sunday of the Masters. Uh, so me and Josh, we were so pumped to go to the Masters this Sunday. Um, Berkman is uh, the private club on the Masters, so we show up at two o'clock with a presentation. And he's like, hey, guys, like, the deal's already done. This is just to get you into the party. So, you know, it was a fun ride uh, getting it set up. Um, Pete was gracious enough to start the conversation. Uh, we did our first Ryder Cup uh, two years ago. So the, 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 this will be our second one. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Josh, I mean, you talked about golf and, and everything. What, what what made it where you felt like golf was an entry point for you guys? Like, how do you get to, you know, you guys have done tons of great member guests around the country. You've been at tons of PGA Tour events. I mean, said we started a partnership off the web.com deal. What, what was it about golf and that lifestyle part of the brand that made sense for you? Yeah, I think it's, we realized over time that golfers are our clients. I mean, it just lines up so you know, much with our brand uh, you can wear a lot of our pants on the golf course in the in the early days when we were a denim brand. You couldn't do that, but over time we've adapted and we've added fabrics, and so it just lines up well with the type of experiences we're offering and the type of products we're offering. And then the Ryder Cup just allowed us to kind of capitalize on that and go to some courses and do some events at courses that I never thought I'd be able to to be at play see um and so you know when you talk about the courses that the Ryder cups kind of opened us up to all your highlights you know from pebble to valhalla to kapalua to southern hills crooked stick i mean i can just keep going we we get to work there and so as nick was mentioning pete bavacqua kind of allowed us to to get our foot in the door and then uh we were able to make it makes sense for the Ryder Cup so that, you know, Pete's moved on. Pete's at NBC Sports now, super successful, still just a prince of a, mm-hmm. of a guy to us. And uh, But when the Ryder Cup came back around, luckily we performed well enough where they said, uh, let's do this again, and then we'll do it when it comes back to the U.S. So we were excited. You guys got started as a <clears throat> proud Mississippi company. You're still a proud Mississippi company. You know, taking that step – nationally and internationally with the Ryder Cups in Rome this year and all the things from that standpoint. What is the what is what does that partnership do for you guys? I mean, what is the, you know, the the trust, the uh, the, the appreciation and kind of the enhancement for your brand from the Ryder Cup? I mean, what do you what do you, what do you sort of hope to get out of that partnership? Um, I think it validates us as a company because when you come in and you say, "Hey, we are Team USA's, yeah. you know, uh, Ryder Cup team uh, official pant that really means something to the right people like if you know well then you know you know you know we're not just um, you know a, a small company in Mississippi although we are just a small company in Mississippi but you know our clients and who is wearing it you know where we make it all these things make it special and we, uh, we feel like this is just a big feather uh, in our cap yeah just and I think it it really made sense to us when we first saw that logo lock up, you know, yeah, our yeah. brand beside the Ryder Cup brand, uh, you know, starting 12 years ago in a junkyard in Verona, Mississippi. That was a surreal moment for, for me is to see that those two brands uh, lined up against one another. That's kind of where I was going. I mean, you know, everybody's got their dreams and their goals and stuff. But when you start that thing a dozen years ago, you, you know, you got to kind of measure where how high your stuff's going. You probably didn't go, hey, I'm – I'm right there with the PGA Tour, and I'm hanging out with with whomever with pants on, right? Ryder Cup partnership was not (laughs) on the dream list. Uh, And just the people you get to, I mean, what's crazy is that uh, all the captains Mm -hmm. uh, this year are are already in the BDJ family. So it's cool to say, hey, we've already got your measurements. You don't have to, you don't have to come get measured. You don't have to fill out the virtual tailor. You're, You're in the system. And that's that speaks to the the network of the PGA, and they call it a traveling, uh, you know, circus. If when you get on tour, you see the same people week after week, and so once one guy gets in, it's kind of like Nick did with Major League Baseball. They spread it. They spread the word. So, 
Yeah, and you know, we, we, we get to be in cool rooms. Like we, we did a gifting event for uh, for Atticus, which is a local company, and that they have us as a uh, as a corporate gift for their clients out at Sage Valley. You know, and they had Jim Furyk as a speaker. He comes walking in, and like he's already wearing his pants. You know, and we didn't have a you know a relationship with him at the time. Now Blake from our team has since been to his home, and now you know they're text message buddies, but. It's amazing to have a guy with such a presence will walk in already wearing the product. Yeah, I was going to say, you got, you know, you had a relationship with Steve Stricker at the point, Jim Furyk, Zach Johnson. Now, what is, how long has that kind of been a part of Blue Bells in one way or another? What's cool about, you know, Zach Johnson's the captain this year. And what's cool about Zach is he first got fitted at Sanderson Farms in Jackson, Mississippi, Sanderson Farms tournament. Um, and what's cool about that is that was our first. PGA event. Oh, really? It was. So, you know, it's Mississippi. It's it's a little bit of inside baseball there, and Mississippians take care of Mississippians. Um, so that that's always been a feather in our cap. Steve keeps inviting us back to that event. Um, and thankfully we, you know, I mean, Sergio won that event a few years ago. I and mean, that's become a really cool event for the PGA. But seeing Jack Johnson is kind of taking it full circle for us. Even last week, I was at FedEx, right? We were at FedEx uh, yesterday. Blake said, "What was that, Valhalla?" Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we've we're on the golf circuit right now for sure. <laughs> Is that something? I mean, you know, how long have you been doing that part of it with different programs, member guests, like stuff? And when did the golf part even start? Was it five, about five years ago? Was it was probably right? 2018. Yeah. is when we first did um, Sanderson, okay. and um, and then we've been hot on the trail, and we've done, you know. The Century Tournament in Kapalua was a highlight for me. I mean, just nuts the kind of interaction we had there with the players. Um, but that from start of the Sanderson, it just kind of picked up from there. And we've done a ton of PGA events since then. And you mentioned that a lot of the guys have measurements. They've been inside the BDJ, BG, BDJ family over the course of time. But in addition to that, using the virtual tailor, um, something that you yeah. guys have had a little bit, perfected in a lot of ways. So take me through that a little bit for people that are curious. What does that look like and how does it work? Sure. So it's uh, Mark Cuban technology. It's called uh, Bowl Metrics. We use it as our vir- virtual tailor. And so it is an algorithm, and it is extremely a- accurate. What's cool about it is it gets better over time. I mean, it's truly an AI tool. And as we keep measuring our clients over and over, it starts to pick up on who our main clients are. And if it tells you a little bit about the trust we have in it, we just did uh, the Miss Mississippi pageant and all of the contestants put their measurements in virtual and uh, they all fit. Really? And this year uh, for 2023, since we have such an, an international um, presence uh, with the Ryder Cup in Rome, we're going to do all virtual measurements for, for this year. So we, I mean, we fully trust it. I mean, it's always cool to come into the Oxford studio, come to the factory in Tupelo, always welcome. But you can buy a BDJ jean now and and be fit, um, just in in a really good fitting pair of pants, just from your online experience. Don't want to move past this again. Some of the good products you guys have got going on, but uh, obviously I participated multiple times in the Delta Cup, Mossy Oak, had that in West Point. You just got back from the 
the Cloud Cup, moving to Tennessee with uh, with that. Is that still something we're putting on premium golf experiences? I know you've had some other sporting type events too. I mean, where, where does that sort of fall inside y'all's line right now? Yeah, um, and what we have began to do is create uh, experiences for our clients. You know, we really do mean when we said that we are a family and we feel like we have built a community of just good folks you know we started off with the delta cup and like it sells out in a few hours mm-hmm. so we added another day now we added another tournament and now you know we just got back from signal mountain georgia was a beautiful course as well uh, and we are looking at doing unique golf experiences whether it be uh you know 120 players or or even down to 25 uh we, we are also working with uh uh uh, other people to do a duck hunt which we do every year in Bay Flats, Texas. We have a fly fishing experience that we're, we're going to roll out to and this is just a good way to uh, to uh, get our clients t- together and uh, you know we, we normally have these fireside chats. There's always an experience, live music, uh, just good people that are our clients and we love getting together with them. Yeah, you talk about innovation, virtual tailor, all those kind of things. I tell you what I've been really excited about. Got one of the Horine weather leather belts that you guys have been selling here uh, here recently. A lot of different options, a couple different sizes available for uh, for those. And I tell you, it's really good. For, I, I, I guess I've been impressed by the brand because I've had it on, and obviously most people haven't even noticed belts, especially yeah. for leather belts. People go, hey, that's one of those Blue, Blue Delta jeans belts, and it really hadn't been going on that long. So, I mean, I guess how's that been going? What a... Uh, what made the turn to where belts became the, the obvious next step for you guys? And we were very hesitant. Like, we did not have another product that we sold for 11 years. You know, we said over and over that we're a fastball pitcher and we're going to give you our fastball. <laughs> but we, we are making a product that, that has belt loops. You are. So we're, it, was a, it was an obvious next step. Yeah, yeah. It's we, not like I'm going into sweaters or something. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we didn't, you know, we didn't move into that until we felt super comfortable. Yeah. And uh, we have, you know, we have a great team, and uh, we had some people developing that. Tyler, longtime partner, Blake, was in on that development and made sure we could have the best sourcing of materials, and then we could make it in Mississippi. Yeah. And it just, we already have your waist measurement, so um, it just made sense. You know? And corporate gifting is 70% of our direct sales. So wow. this has been a great product to add in there that has a, you know, um, cheaper price point to fit into more budgets so hey if you can't do the blue jeans again this year maybe you can do this or a lot of companies are just doing an add-on so we've been very pleased with you know uh you know our sales and our community really buying into a new product and that's the inch and a half which goes more for pants that are that are jeans a little more casual the inch that works for suits dress up shorts whatever you got going on with that and a lot of different colors there's three different browns there's navy there's black and then the uh, the football belt, which the leather does come from the same company with the NFL footballs, correct? That's right. And we're going to have a Ryder Cup edition belt as well, which is going to be made with leather from a tannery just outside of Florence, Italy. So going with the Italian theme there, and uh, I've, I've worn the belt. It's super nice. And that's what was that? I see with the Ryder Cup partnership, that's part of theirs. That is. Yes, it is. It'll have the Ryder Cup mark on it. Um, and so that's another thing we've noticed with the belts. Our clients really like to specialize their product. You know, I guess when you make a bespoke jean, you should know that. But custom pocket bags, custom monograms, the belt allows you to do your own monogram, your own mark, especially if you want to do a corporate event or something. So it's, uh, 
it's a custom product and it, it made a lot of sense for us to do it. And we're, we're, we've been really uh, proud of the response we've had from it. What else is new with you guys? You got performance pants coming out, vintage collection stuff. Just, I guess, tell the people what's, what's going on from a jeans and, and a pant standpoint. Yeah, uh, the uh, the uh, performance fabric is really exciting. You know, we uh, we rolled out our Gino slash Chino pant uh, probably two or three years ago. Now, you know, that pant's probably thirty five percent of our sales. You know, we really feel like this new performance pant that we're calling the Traveler really should be a big hit. Uh, we have nine colors with it. It's comfortable. Uh, you know, uh, it does have a little more structure than your normal Lululemon pant, if you will, where you could throw on a five or, or you could throw on a sports jacket and, you know, wear it to a big meeting or you can t- take it off and it's comfortable enough to jump on a plane and travel with it. So we're excited about the new fabrics. Does that work as a golf pant too? Yes, sir. Does it? Yes, sir. And it won't have the same uh, sweat stains as that guy that won this weekend for sure. Yeah. Sorry, I had to verbose You could fix that for him, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you could, you could, you could, yeah. We got this virtual up. tailor here. We would sponsor him in some, <laughs> right. in some performance values if he's interested. Yeah, yeah, we definitely slid in his DMs for sure. And, and that had to be with the, like I said, the, the, the Genos and this. I mean, like you said, the golfer is your person. So getting into that area had to be a no-brainer, I would assume, as well. It right. was. It really was. It And our clients, you know, and we keep talking about the golfer, but it's a, it's men and women. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, All yeah. our products work both ways and and um when we're on that golf course we i did an event at southern hills with our group recently and a lot of those people had not heard of our brand but they immediately understood the value of the product and that's what keeps getting me excited you know like oh custom jeans man i've been looking for a jean that fits for years and they immediately got it and hopefully will come long-time customers repeat buyers now, we do have some new products that we plan on launching this fall. You know, we're going to try to keep stepping up our game with some uh, with a high-end jacket, with a wax canvas jacket. Like, cool. we've even got some new hats that are going to drop as well. So, you know, we are going to keep innovating and keep adding to our collection. What's it been like, just as businessmen, entrepreneurs in general, just to see that that logo on the back of jeans becomes so much more recognizable and everywhere. I mean, just personally for, for you guys, what's it, what's, what's it, what's it been like? Can you put that into words? I mean, it never gets old seeing your Yeah, life. you're right. That's it what I mean. I mean. It doesn't. I mean, it's fun to, uh, to be in the airport in some faraway place and see, see that label. And, um, that, that's very rewarding to do that. Josh compared it one time and I thought it was a really good analogy that, um, you know, seeing our label on the back of a stranger is kind of, is kind of like hearing your song on the radio in your band. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a good feeling, you know. And we've been in Miami, Aspen. You know, your friend texts you from Germany the the, the, the other day. This yeah. guy sitting next to him at a coffee shop in Germany had his blue deltas on. So it's been uh, it's been really fun. Uh, and the people that you get to interact with, uh, you know. Um, um, you know, from Michael Bolton to you know Morgan Freeman. I mean, just anybody. Mom was super proud of that one. So oh, really? Like that one? Oh, yeah. That was that was mom's the number one right there. It's, it, it's yeah. It's one of the favorite parts of my social or y'all social media campaign is just the all across the country. They're in here in this state and this state and whatever. I kind of enjoy cat clipping through the stories and, and whatnot. And you, you mentioned innovation, but events in general. What's uh what's next? Give me a little teaser. What's going on? 
We have a fly fishing trip that we're going to do in Virginia. That will be really special. But we also have a golf uh, uh, a, a golf tournament that is a six-hole course in Wilson, Arkansas, that you can play it three different ways. Hmm. So it's got some really good lodging. I mean, it's about 45 miles north of Memphis, but it's a cool spot. But we're, we're going to continue to, to uh, get the people uh, that are coming uh, – to our events, the uh, people that are buying our jeans, well, they want to continue to uh, to uh, get, get, get them together. You it's know? it's been neat to see the event space develop, and of course, you always have the Delta Cup, the the one that started it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's this year, it's Friday the thirteenth, and then okay. we're playing um, on Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. That will um, sell out in probably less than forty eight hours, though. So that's you know it it that led to us creating more events. But when we were doing all these corporate events around the country, we started seeing like people love to to shop that way. They love to be introduced to a brand at these events where they have like-minded people doing something. Um, and we just said, why can't we create this for our client? Our client is this person. So let's. it's a way we can meet new clients. When we did the Cloud Cup, we met clients that had our pants, multiple pairs that we had never seen met you know had and now we have relationships with those people so you know it's a real fun way to do customer service so it's i, I want us to keep developing that um products are super important we're always going to be developing products but continue to find ways to develop relationships because in the early days it was me and nick and people were buying our pants because it was our natural market and they wanted to help two guys from mississippi and now the brand is like a child. It's grown up, and it's fun to watch it be way bigger than, than us. And this is a, events are a cool way to kind of get back to the early days when we're going out, meeting the people wearing our pants and learning more about them and how we can get better at what we do. And that, that is one thing that I think that Josh and I did very well is not – getting out front of our brand like people know blue delta and they don't know us and i yeah. love that you know like i'd rather it we're only getting older and uglier so the more <laughs> we can go back it's no better no doubt and, no. and you mentioned like-minded people i mean the, the the word of mouth meeting more people i mean i would assume that there's i mean i know you guys market i mean thank thank god with us for a long time but like to the same point still word of mouth from client to client and has to be a huge part of what you're right. doing for sales and let's not forget we got 480 something Tom James reps sure. out yeah, there yeah, yeah. and it's all word of mouth I mean they are spreading the word on social media in, in relationships and um, that's been a huge proponent of our success so far as well I mean yeah. and we got guys like Jay Billis to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah. like Ricky won the Daytona 500 walked into Huddle House wearing his blue Delta jean camouflage jacket so just having those guys champion our brand and we can't improve Ricky's life at all like we can you know there's no amount of money we could give him that would change his day to day but the will uh, the fact that he's willing to take us uh, Whiskey Myers and Marcus King are constantly wearing and posting you know posting our products so we're really touching from golf to music to baseball to football um, you know, we, we've been very blessed to have the clients that are willing to take us with them wherever they go. And not just the famous clients. I mean, there's countless people. I think about Jason Denson. I think about those guys that just have, there's no telling how many jeans they've sold um, just because they and they, bought. And, yeah, and <laughs> bought them. They out. believe in it. They tell yeah. people. Because they, they, like, they like the brand. They believe in what, they, what they're what they wearing. And it's, um, you know, 
it's a fun job to do, and it's real fun when you have guys like that helping you do it. Yeah. Maybe a little racing coming up next spring. Anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> no. Um, you know, we are constantly trying to uh, improve our, uh, you know, um, uh, improve our experiences and products. You know, we've been uh, messing around with uh, doing a custom Nike event to Jordan and jeans. So we're customizing the Nikes for people. Like we, we want to continue to do new stuff. You know, it's kind of like snack bar, great restaurant. Yeah, sure. They're always changing their menu, although it's perfect in a way, but they're going to add something for those people that come every every week and every month like so it's nice to stay out in front of our gifting and our product development most people know the website that kind of thing but wherever they are what they need to do what's the process look like for jeans belt or whatever it is they're wanting to look at view or purchase bluebeltthejeans.com virtual tailor there or you can always call us and we've got either me or nick or somebody will make sure we get back to you there's still a lot of people that want to do business over the phone and making a purchase like this especially the first time i mean our jeans are expensive we know that We'll talk you through it. And good thing is we stand behind our, our fit guarantee. And you know that, Chase. I think yeah, you brought an alteration in here today. <laughs> so we're going to make it right. So um, come see us and, and we'll show you why um, people like wearing our, our pants. Ryder Cup coming up at the end of September. That one in, uh, in Rome. And then 2025, you guys are already a part of that officially too. That one going to be at uh, Beth Page Black there in uh, in New York. Just proud for you guys. Proud of you. Really appreciate your your friendship, your partnerships over the years, and uh, as you keep growing, innovating. Let's uh, let's do it again. Absolutely. Thanks, Chase. Enjoy. Thanks, Chase. First, uh, let me tell you, at Northeast Spark NESPERC serves people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESPERC.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County, as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc counties, that's 662-238-3159. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in uh, Memphis is the guy to go to if you're looking to uh, book a trip that gets the extra attention needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. John's in Las Vegas all week this week meeting with all sorts of different travel partners, getting hookups and connections so you can take advantage of that knowledge when he gets back. Give him a call, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and let him give you options that you won't find on your own. 901 Four nine four three three eight seven, or J Edwards at regencytravel dot net. Excuse me, I'm sorry, my voice is just really trying to fail. <clears throat> um, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to two hundred guests at Opa for book catering or booking information. Uh, contact Genie six zero one four two one seven one four seven. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. Um, Engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, you name it, they can help you at Service Specialist. Nothing to lose. It's always free for the candidate. So give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138. Or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures 
that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. And are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. Nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net. Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered there from horse racing, um, horse riding lessons. I guess you could get horse racing lessons, uh, horse riding lessons. Uh, also a great venue for events, reunions, parties, that kind of thing. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Heavenly Sunshine has Christmas on their mind. So to kick off at Christmas, they're excited to announce holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. I know Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work. Let Heavenly Sunshine take care of your hassle and do the work for you. Full service installation, install, take down, store the lights. Use commercial grade LEDs that are 100% customizable for your home or business. Let them take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. Book your free estimate before August 31st. Mention MPW10 for 10% off. Let them... They've been serving the Mid-South for four decades, including Oxford. The full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash, roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. Visit the website at heavenlysunshine.com, 662-342-1203. Thanks to them. Known them for a long time. A lot of success going on with Blue Delta, so appreciate them giving us those uh, those moments. Jeffrey, before we went into that uh, segment, you mentioned 14. That might have been one of those times where – yeah, had you said, "Hey, got a got, got a kid on the way coming soon," probably not the mm-hmm. optimal time in your in, in your life for that. I, I've told the story. You know, you uh, you scarred the poor uh, PR girl for TCU on the bus mm-hmm. in the Peach Bowl that week when you were flipping through a certain social media site or, or dating mm-hmm. app uh, with with Ben you know. Garrett. I don't. Uh, I've let's Ben Ben. That was one of those times where like Ben was just living vicariously through me, um, and I guess because he had like never like seen tender in the wild yeah. uh he, he needed to know and and so that was the that entire was, bus is Ole Miss media except for this one like GA for TC correct correct and she was just horrified um have we have we ever checked on her I mean did, did, did she recover well Jeffrey and I saw her the next morning in the elevator and she couldn't get away from us fast enough like yeah, she went was, to the far corner I mean she was trying to get as far away in the elevator the next morning as you could get mm-hmm Sorry for partying, hon. Like, you know? <laughs> you know? He was traumatized. I just, I'm I mean, sure I, I'm sure she's fine. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you can just, sometimes you can have a moment that shakes you so much to the core that you just don't recover. And that felt like that could have been that for her that night. She did not have a safe space. Um, I think that was when we were still doing safe spaces. But, uh, yeah, so Tuesday is the day where we are we have a 7 30 uh appointment right now we're scheduled for a c-section because uh baby girls breached so i i don't know if they're gonna do the process where they try to flip her my understanding is that process is extremely painful and uh i have told my wife uh you don't have to be a hero 
Like, oh, yeah. uh, th- this doesn't have to be like some, you know, a perfect situation. So, uh, God willing, on Tuesday, uh, I will be a father. You nervous, you excited, both? Yeah. Nervous. Um, I think everything. I think that's kind of the problem is sometimes when you get into these life moments, like I think about like on my wedding day where it wasn't like nerves in the sense of like, oh, my God, what am I doing? But it's like when you have a bunch of emotions like going on at the same time, whether it's anxiety, excitement, uh, little you know nervousness, like, you know, for the for the moment and everything, like, is, he, is she going to show up? Is she going to come to her senses? You know. <laughs> I have found that like it's sometimes difficult to process like just what are you feeling? You just know that you are right now uh, a ball of emotion. And that's kind of where I am. It was weird. It felt like this was the week that everything hit me because for the most part, I was, you know, I talked to people that had gone through this and it's like, listen, everyone's going to come at you. And, you know, how are you? How are you? How are you? You know, excited, whatnot. And it's like, you're probably the reality is like you're not going to feel like a ton at that point because for whatever reasons, dudes just don't process it until like baby's here. And then when baby's here, they're like, it just the floodgates open. And that had been what was articulated to me. But there is something about like coming down one week before that. It's like it, it, it suddenly got like as real as possible. You can stress yourself out about like this is going to change and this is going to be this and what do I do and I'm responsible for this life. But I mean, kind of just live it like it just kind of takes care of itself in a lot of ways, too. I feel like well, there's I also mean, a there's an element with me and God, I love her to death. But my wife does enough worrying for two people. I don't know <laughs> if we need I don't know if we need someone else worrying. Like, I do believe in kind of the balance of, OK, have the one person that is worrying about you know, every possible detail and then even making up other details that to worry about. I don't know if you need two people doing that. I don't feel like that would be healthy for for particularly the child. Um, And so. Basically, my MO has been do everything possible to try to keep Aaliyah comfortable and happy. I don't know how successful I've been in that, but. We did get into daycare this week, so that was a big win. Ooh, um, that is a win. That, that, was, a win. that was a massive win because uh, my wife was convinced that it was going to be easier for our daughter to get into Harvard than it was for her to get into daycare. <laughs> and just a quick moment on uh, childhood, particularly infant care. Uh, you people are predators. Like You prey upon these poor women and you force them into just like so much stress in people's marriages just because you've convinced them that like watching a kid during the daylight hours is all of a sudden like rocket science or something that is so special and so elite that only a select few can do that. And they are able to succeed in this mission just because they prey upon these poor women who are pregnant. Because you've been on the waiting list since essentially conception. Well, then there's also there's also this element. I'll 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 try to be fair and and give equal time because of the setup that they've created, by the way, you'll get women that will go and sign up 
that aren't even pregnant yet. They yeah, just know yeah, they're yeah. flying. And yeah. so that creates this massive backload. And then, you know, yes, maybe some some won't get pregnant and like that changes the list. But then others get pregnant, you know, like six months later and there's still not a spot open. And it is just that has been that has been to me the worst part of the pregnancy was the whole trying to find child care. We would have been delayed a lot, a lot longer, but after everything with Clark, they let us keep the same spot on the waiting list. We didn't have to like start over. Well, that was because I mean, a place like yeah. Oxford, you know, it's so small. There's only a few. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you have even less options than maybe you would there, like where you had to like whatever. And like um, that's the problem in Memphis. It, when you're going to have two parents, they're going to work. Like if we wanted to move out east there's more options or if you want to, you know, go out East and that, that was kind of the, my default fallback was listen, honey, I have a schedule that does allow me some flexibility. Like I, if I have to drive out to Germantown or Kyerville in the morning so that we have somewhere to take care of her, like we, we can do that. Also, my parents are still here. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's their first grandchild. Like, like, let's not be afraid to, to use some help, help if it's offered. But we finally this week it got it got settled. We're, we are she's excited. It's the happiest I've ever seen her pay uh, seven hundred fifty dollars. So, um, all you know, listen. I just said can we, as long as we can put it on the Amex. Like, can we just get some points out of this? Like it, like that. That might be the only time this girl's going to pay us back for eighteen years. So let's at least let's at least try to take advantage. Hotel or flights, cash back. What are we doing? We're trying to save up for another European excursion. Okay. We're trying to do both. Now, I am aware that there are savvy travel people out there that are rolling their eyes going like points ain't what they used to be, buddy. Um, but if you plan far enough in advance, I think we can, we can make it work. I'm bad about using them. I stockpile them and like just like seeing them on the account. But I hardly ever. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's almost like I want to avoid the trip because I don't want them to go away. I just like them sitting over there in case for some reason. Well, there is like kind of an ego. Thing. There's kind of an ego play of like, let's see how high this can go. <laughs> I mean, it, that, that's the whole. I feel like that's like sixty percent of the premise from Up in the Air was like they they found whoever wrote the book found these guys that are like. Oh yeah, I have ten million. I have ten million airline points, and they're like, "Well, why haven't you spent them?" It's like, "Well, it's an ego thing. Like, you want to see how high you can go." Yeah, Neil has not seen the movie. We talked about it earlier in the week on the show. Um, it is one that I will find myself turning on, no matter where it is in it, and rewatching it. And it's like it's not a happy movie, but for some reason, I laugh at the dark humor, and I, I can't turn it off. I think it's the most rewatchable movie until the third act. And then the third act, you realize, like, oh, these people suck. Yeah. Like, I, I th- there's, I think that's what happens. It's like, and and it's not even that it's like, oh, it takes a dark twist for the sake of taking a dark twist. It's, I do think it's like a reflection of that world to a certain degree, like, or at least that is not. An I was about un- to say. I mean, I don't want to like in case Neil wants to watch it since we've been bragging about it all. It's week, only been all out years here. Now. I know, but I'm going to avoid this. But, like, we can all see that coming, right? I mean, come on. To a degree. I'm trying to think because I, I saw it in theaters. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Have you I, read the book? I haven't read the book. I had not, no, I had not read the book. Okay. Um, if I recall, 
I, I didn't, I don't think I saw it coming, but I also okay. think that I wasn't, I now, now more than ever, like I will try to like kind of watch along and say like, okay, where's this going and see if like I can predict the plot to a certain degree. I don't feel like I did that as much then. Like, I feel like I was better about just watching it. What I have found that's been interesting is, and it doesn't happen as much when books turn into screenplays because they change enough stuff. It's not always the case. But I'm noticing in series what is happening, if they're based off books, is that we're getting a lot more of the everything matters. So yeah. in a way, I'm, it, it's almost becoming fewer twists because you see something that's a little strange and go, okay, I need to think about what that actually means because they're putting no strange red herrings in like series right now for coming off books like Lincoln Lawyers an example off Netflix like every little bitty thing that could be something is something Michael Connolly put into a book and it matters in some capacity nothing is just irrelevant at all I also think it's a result of there's now because there's so many services there's so much more content and you start to realize like there is a formula for a lot of these things so it's almost like when you see it a couple of times in a row, like, you know, think about, think about post, I guess you could say really post Sopranos, how many TV shows are about, you know, flawed, flawed main character that kind of straddles the fence between right and wrong. And here we go. Like everything kind of became like somewhat anti-hero. And so you could kind of start to pick up when you started watching those types of things, like, all right, well, this is kind of where that's headed. But I do also think it kind of became, I, I think it's also a product of when YouTube, like reviews became a part of it and like people previewing, it almost felt like there was this cottage industry of predicting what was going to happen. And then I think people would get disappointed when their theory wouldn't come true. But like, I think mm -hmm. that was also a part of it where, Talking about things, talking about shows, talking about movies kind of became a much bigger cottage industry before they came out. And then that was part of the conversation. Because franchises. So you think prestige TV needed the podcast Internet to make it a thing as yes. much as just simply prestige TV? Being I, I better think I think being I think they all I think prestige TV, like obviously it was a it was a great era of TV. And I think. I think that was a byproduct of it. it was getting harder and harder to make more movies. Like it was like they were either going to make a $200 million movie or they were going to make a $500,000 movie. And so then people naturally gravitated towards TV. And so you had better writers, I think, at TV. But I think the explosion of it was in 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 collaboration with podcasting, with with the more like every man doing media and whatnot. Well, I mean, I can remember when Mad Men was running live, I would listen to After Buzz TV after every episode. And it was like, I would, you know, catch. And like, that's where I started with the kind of podcast prestige TV kind of combination there. You're speaking of it in past tense. You think it's over? I think, yeah, I think we hit the saturation point. Do you really? Okay. Yeah. You think Succession was the last gasp? Uh, I mean, there's probably always going to be like, I think whatever the House of the Dragon will always have that. Like, I think there's always sure. going to be, but I don't know if there's going to be like, talking you know you had amc after the walking dead would do like a talk talking show dead. after like i i i think for the run of the mill show that's probably over 
I did see yesterday that for the first time, because of all the price hacks uh, or price raises going up, uh, streaming bundles now are more expensive per month than uh, satellite and cable. Because of never forget who called this back in like. Yeah, you know, if you're streaming back, it, it actually is more expensive to do any sort of a la carte at this point. Does that hit a point where people care? I, I don't know because Netflix was the first. Netflix was the first company that said, "You know what? Maybe this is maybe this has hit a critical mass, and we're not going to grow. So we got to start milking our core audience for as much money as possible. Like we're getting rid of." password sharing and we're raising the price and the people that are our people are just going to pay it and it worked for them disney's now doing the what same concept. Thing. <laughs> I know. concept that is well they, they they just looked to our lord and savior roger goodell like and they just said you know what what does the nfl do look at all these ways that they just try to soak every last nickel out of their fans like they're not uh, yes it helps that they're king but like they are the best at just absolutely soaking NFL fans for every possible scent that they need, uh, that they have. And I think to me, it's okay. That worked for Netflix. Is that going to work for all of them? Because Netflix might be in the advantageous position where they took the risk and they're going to get the reward. But I think the more and more prices go up, the more and more people are going to sit there and go, do we really need this? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I watch some stuff on Disney Plus, but mainly we just have it because we have the bundle. But I mean, you are I, no, no, no. You're locked in Disney Plus starting next week that you're not getting rid of that shit. It, well, I'm not getting. Yes, I'm until no. until Ahsoka until Ahsoka uh, wraps up. I'm I'm obviously pot committed, but like, you know, we we don't really watch Hulu because even like Love Island. She quit on it. Um, it's been sad to see that. My my wife is The Bachelor and Love Island. She's she's done with. Although she says with with the Golden Bachelor, she has a chance to to be brought back. Um, but like, Wait, what is the what is the Golden Bachelor? That's the old people's this? Bachelor. Yeah, he's like seventy one, but he's like the best looking seventy one year old you've ever seen. Like he. <laughs> He's I, I'm with you. Listen, I am with you. But listen, if that is something that will let her have something to watch, I, I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, we'll know that like this is the when he says, hey, do you want to come to the fantasy suite with me? Um, but I need an hour's notice. I got a pill over here. I mean, what, how does that work? I mean, what? what well, I presume there will be I presume there will be some editing. You know, I, 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 I <laughs> they have they have said, yes, there will be fantasy suites to which I was like, who wants to see that? Like at yeah, all. nobody. I mean, nobody. Like you know, what I mean, like uh, does does anyone need to see that? Like, uh, I mean, you know, everyone can do the whole the Bachelor got woke thing. That's fine. It's like I still think the Bachelor, the Bachelor tanked when they when they started putting in the drink minimum. That was when that was when the show was on. It's to me that was when it was on death's doorstep. You know, it's because it's one thing when you're like, hey, man, come on, let's not talk so much. But that's somebody's daughter. Now it is. <laughs> hey, that's somebody's grandmother. That's correct. You know, Correct. No. <laughs> there was a simpler time with the bachelor we were like okay I, this is like you know palatable and okay we're good here and yeah it just went nah okay well you knew what everybody signed up for and so yeah, 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 yeah. i think you know, also, I, mean, I, I think another problem another big problem was 
people then started to realize this was an avenue to fame. And so then when it became an avenue to fame, it, it lost like it was never super authentic to begin with, but it was a lot easier. It was a lot easier to buy that. OK, these people are, are at least like like the rest of us in our 20s, like they're trying to find someone. But then when you started to realize like, oh, these people are just trying to get famous. That was when you're like, I don't really care about this. We, 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 yeah, we veered you- a long way from Tristan and Ryan. Yeah, well, I mean, once it became that deal where, okay, I, I got casted for The Bachelorette as a guy. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to quit my job, and for the next six months, I'm going to work out relentlessly. I'm going to get in the most incredible shape of my life. Uh, don't look, forget steroids. Yeah, I'm going to do steroids. And if I yeah. end up being the one, great. But I just got to make it as far as I can so that I get enough opportunity to either be the next bachelor or to land some TV reality show deal off of this, that those guys are all, those guys all show up and they're like, man, I have, I mean, they, they've basically been through the NFL combine prep for, for six months. I mean, they, it was, it had nothing to do with. Quote, I mean, like, I do love in quote, you can dislike him all you want, but like from a professional who's in the media business, like I do respect what Jesse Palmer did. Jesse Palmer was on the path of having like the gig that we all dream of backup NFL quarterback for like 10 to 15 years. Like he was Eli's guy, like, you know, sit there, hold that clipboard for, you know, make your, make your two and a half million. And when he chose to go on the bachelor, he knew like, this is going to be the end of my NFL career. Like that's, this is my exit ramp. Yeah. 100%. But he also knew if I play this right, I'm going to have a TV career until I don't want to have a TV career anymore. Yeah, and that's good looking smart. guy, smart guy. And he, he yeah. made sure, if I recall his season, he made sure that he didn't come off. I mean, everybody comes off as a jackass at some point, but he he didn't come off as a total womanizer. I mean, he correct. He 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 was very careful with his image and it worked. It worked. People people like him. And I mean, now he's got a He's got a TV gig, like you said, realistically, for as long as he wants to have a TV gig. He's also an underrated grinder. I mean, dude does like Good Morning America, flies like for a Thursday football game. We'll do Saturday. Like he's the guy works relentlessly. So like I I do give him credit. I mean, my wife's least favorite sports figure, Jordan Rogers, kind of did the same thing. And, you know, it's worked out for him. That's her least favorite. Oh yeah! If if we if Ole Miss is playing on the SEC Network night game, and she can hear him, it has to go off the sound. Ooh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know that there's any broadcast. And, and it's, that I it's hate a problem that. for me because oh, like I don't I don't have a strong opinion about him either way. Like to me, like he's he's totally fine. Like I don't think about him one way or the other. But, like, I really like Tom Hart. Tom Hart's been on my show multiple times, and I really like Cole. And so, yeah. like, overall, for, like, a crew, you get two out of three people that you that you have a strong, like, affinity for, that's a good crew. And so, you know, then that game has to get moved to no sound. And then, you know, if there's not a – usually, like, the AVC or whatever, like, the big, you know, the Herb Street Fowler game, and oftentimes it's kind of like a eh, – game and so then you're just scrambling in that window it's like ah, there's not really guys here that i like like what are we doing here but you know i love my wife 
What are you using for your live TV? Come on, baby. Direct TV. Are you still? Okay. Can't quit. Can't quit. So you haven't well, taken the plunge. Okay. I'll uh-huh. be honest with you guys. I miss Direct TV. Don't you miss flipping channels? Yes. Like, it's an underrated part about cord cutting that you don't think about. Having to go, like, if you want to change channels in YouTube And TV, you've got the better one. YouTube is better than Hulu. My Hulu changing channels is an act of God. Hulu, Hulu might be the worst app out there. Fubo is pretty good about changing channels. You can do it pretty easily. YouTube TV, sometimes I find that I've got to go hit the home button, go to a different app for a minute, and then come back to YouTube TV to change the channel. So, I mean, like, that's the one thing with football season coming up. I'm going to have to sort of figure out, okay, now how am I how am I watching games? And I know the NFL Sunday ticket is going to give you that option. Oh, of putting- I, am, I am so worried about Sunday ticket. I don't think they can handle this. I, I, I'm waiting for a total disaster. I think week I, I think week I think week one has a chance to be one of the best days ever on Twitter because total chaos because people will lose their minds. Sometimes the bet like the when there's like a joke that everybody's in on though like the good days on Twitter and there's like five a year. It's like joke everybody's in on and that everybody's just you know enjoying like having a laugh and then the days that a disaster happens that's like. Not, Sunday ticket going down is not like in the grand scheme of things, not like a serious problem, but yet it's like super serious to me. And then commiserating with everybody. And I'm, I am, I think this is going to be a disaster. Well, it's the, it's the deal too. Like if you look, if if you, if you go to Burger King and you order a, a Whopper, Whopper with cheese, Uh, I was going to say be be easy here. I'm a Burger King guy. I can tell you what you'll order. Uh, You will order uh, either, you can either go Whopper with a side of chicken fries, or you can go chicken fries meal with a, a, a Whopper Junior on the uh, side. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have both in there. But my point is, you know, you go there and they don't give you the mustard. It's like, okay, we'll get, we'll get over this. Look, you go to the the expensive steakhouse and you order it medium rare, and they bring it to you well done. You're pissed. And so the the price that you're paying for for NFL Sunday ticket, if it doesn't work on week one. I want one 17th of my money back right now. I mean, I, I want my money back just by principle. And well, so and further, I, I'm like, to our I whole point, to our whole point. Yes. We know why the NFL did it because it was to put fans first. No, it was because uh, that was the company that could give them $2 billion and direct TV. Couldn't for all what the things about direct TV, as long as, as long as direct TV was functional, when you went to channel seven Oh one, you had the direct TV mix. You went to 703. Uh, you had the fantasy channel, 704 red zone, or maybe 703 red zone, 704 fantasy channel. And the games were always there. And they were, you could switch quickly, man. Correct. You could switch quickly. Like I could have Giants Eagles on 707 and Bears Lions on 711, and I could flip. I could and flip. I never woke up it's a on play Sunday here morning. A play there. I never woke up on Sunday morning thinking, Man, I I hope that I hope that my channels will work. What yeah, percentage of your of your staying was the the flipping, and what percentage was the fact that you would have a minute lag on social media? Um, probably fifty fifty, something okay. along those lines. Um, there's also like the there's also the thought with me. It's like 
I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just of the like I've I've told you all this. Like, I never have fear of missing out of anything. I have a fear of buying in. I'm naturally skeptical when everyone in the planet's like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is the greatest thing ever. When I know that, like, eh, m- maybe. And to me, like, cord cutting was that to begin with. And I-, I still believe, like, the idea of having a package and then you can watch, you know, you can have, you know, like, what what happens to, like, in the dead of summer when, like, I'm I need, like, a World War II fix? I don't think American Hero Channel is on YouTube TV, but, you know, maybe I need to go watch the Hitler documentary for the 58th time to see if I see something new about the Nazis. Like, I I don't know. Like, what if I, I want to have that choice and yeah. I don't like limiting you know myself. Funny? You know, what's funny is the one positive that has come out of cord cutting for me is that when I'm watching like baseball or whatever, I now stay off Twitter so that it won't spoil it for me. And I've enjoyed not being on the social media yeah and I, and I simply can't do that like I, I i agree that in theory that that would be a a healthier setup but like there's that's just not gonna happen i've told y'all i've ruined live tv for myself because i avoid the bad things i'll see something happen and i don't want to see it and i'll flip the channel real quick and go nope i'm protecting myself from that outcome and then if i see it's positive i go hey i'm all in let's let's let's, let's hit the home run let's rally Braves win Braves win i don't know where we're at Jeffrey, uh, good luck. Love you. Appreciate you. Good luck on Tuesday, and let's uh, let's do it when your uh, head comes back above water. All right, fingers crossed. Some, we'll, I'll try to be back. I feel like next week's probably off, but you know, game week. Listen, we all yeah. got to be on board. It takes all of us. You know, this is gonna <laughs> be the grittiest. Totally this is gonna be the grittiest football season of my life. Like, I'm gonna be sleep deprived. I'm like, yep. but I'm looking forward to the challenge. You know, tell Leah we're cheering for. We'll do, guys. All right, all right, man. Be good. Jeffrey Wright joining us there um, on today's show. Nick Weaver, Josh West joining us on the show today. A lot of guests uh, capping the Oxford Exxon portion of uh, of the week as well. Practice today, Mr. McCready, 940, something like that this morning. Is that right? Uh, I think they said 950, very okay. limited at the very beginning for us. And then I think we get Kiffin afterwards. So that will be the more interesting thing. I mean, look, we're coming up on a couple of uh, key dates. You know, like the ACC thing was August the 15th. Ole Miss starts classes on Monday. And so if you start the clock, start your clock, the, the clock on your year doesn't start until you go to class. So for an online Monday. class, by the way, it starts when you log into your blackboard. Which is that day, right? I mean, whenever you decide to do it. Yeah. But once you engage in the class in any way, that activates a start date. So there might be a few days next week that, you know, you watch, but I mean, look, there's no point beating around the bush here. We're all sort of watching the same thing. I mean, we're watching this Spencer Sanders thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know whether something is or isn't happening. I, I, I don't know. Um, but that's what we're watching because the, just keeping it real, the rumor is that he has, or was very close as of a week ago to fulfilling his degree requirements to get his bachelor's from Oklahoma State University. Right. And if he gets his if he gets his bachelor's degree, he can go into the portal and mm-hmm. transfer without penalty because he now will be a grad transfer. He would do the same thing that Jam Griffin did a couple weeks ago. Yes. So. 
Yes, 100%. So he's the one that we're watching. If there's somebody else that we're supposed to be watching, I'm not aware of it, which is certainly possible. But that's the one that I'm kind of watching. There's some recruiting stuff. Uh, Camarion Franklin, Norio White, that's out there. That Things could happen soon. I will reiterate what I said on the message board at Rebel Grove yesterday, which is no matter what these guys say, they can't sign anything until December. And so if you celebrate, use the cheap champagne. <laughs> Save yeah. the good stuff for December. That's fair. There's a decent uh, chance that you are wasting champagne. Today so, is Cooks and Corbell or at best LaMarca. Grab those. Go about your day. Yeah, and mate, just do a mimosa. Just have a mimosa okay. because with orange juice and a little... Uh, Grand Marnier. Uh, yeah, Grammonier or or uh, Cointreau is what I was trying to think of. That's it's perfectly good. That that champagne is fine with yeah. uh in a in, in one of those concoctions. But that's my advice. Yeah. And then you'd All rather right. you'd rather get the commitment in August than not get the commitment in August. Sure. Because it it means you're in the lead. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the lead is insurmountable. No, it is a documented lead, is what that is at that point. Yes. That is that is that is where it sits. There is a handshake agreement, but that bad boy is not signed. So, right. We'll uh, continue to monitor, continue to follow. Again, coverage at rebelgrove.com. We'll talk to you again very soon.